we're so used to listening to others and knowing what others sound like. And so if we look at your if you look at your own self from a second person point of view, from a you point of view, then how would you help you? That's kind of the questions that I I ask myself all day or that I'm listening to the answers for all day. It's kind of like the quicker that I respond to what my body has to say, the more I can stay ahead of adverse reactions that I might have if I didn't. Have you tried yoga? Maybe you should see a psychologist. Are you stressed? Change your diet. Acupuncture. Trust stretching. Sleep. You've been doing so well. Stop stressing. Anxiety. Functional. Functionality. 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 Welcome back to the Functionality Podcast. I'm your host, Tasha. The tea of the day is an apricot flavored tea and it's delicious. It's my first time, I believe, trying apricot tea and I am truly enjoying it. It's a nice cozy flavor for a little bit of a chilly morning. So the question of the day is what's the tea on F&D and listening to your body? What's the tea on F&D and listening to your body? So F&D takes the term listening to your body to a whole new level. I have to listen to my body all day long, all day long. From the moment I wake up until the moment I am actually sleeping, I have to listen to my body. When I don't listen to my body, it speaks up. (laughs) It'll definitely, it, it still can be heard. Um, It still makes its noise. It forces me to listen to it. And that didn't just happen miraculously. That didn't just happen. It hasn't always been that way. I had to actually learn to hear what my body was saying and decipher what it actually was saying. And so learning to do that, to actually take the time to actually tune in enough to yourself to learn what your body is has to say and what it is actually trying to tell you, that's going to take some practice and some commitment. I would say it's both one of the hardest and one of the easiest things to do to improve your symptoms. So it's not easy to start if you've never listened to your body, if you've always just kind of been going with the flow and doing what you want to do and never really tuning in to the fact that this physical being is like we are, it's our house, (laughs) it houses us. And so we have to tune in and take care of it. And you have to learn that like, it'll give you signals, it'll give you clues, it'll tell you what it needs. And so I look at it as learning how to diffuse my symptoms. So I look at them outside of myself, and then they seem a little bit more manageable. I don't know, you guys might have to bear with me here on this episode. Maybe I'm just a little bit out there, but this is what works for me. This has been a pivotal a pivotal learning moment, a pivotal decision, a pivotal thing that I have committed to. This has been a truly invaluable skill for me. And so I want to share it and I just it may be common sense I don't think it's necessarily common sense because of the fact that it was something I had to actually learn I had to actually get used to doing so we're so used to listening to others and knowing what others sound like and so if we look at your if you look at your own self from a second person point of view from a you point of view then how would you help you That's kind of the questions that I I ask myself all day or that I'm listening to the answers for all day. It's kind of like 
the quicker that I respond to what my body has to say, the more I can stay ahead of adverse reactions that I might have if I didn't. So if I'm listening to my body, if I'm, what am I listening for? How will I help me? So if somebody told me that their legs are hurting, I would ask them all sorts of questions. What does it feel like? What did you, what did you do yesterday or the day before? What did you do today? Do you remember hurting it? Do you remember doing this and that? These are the questions you have to check in with yourself and ask, and then your body will respond like, Oh, yeah, I remember when you um, helped get something out of the back of the truck, when you unloaded those boxes out of the back of the truck. That's why you hurt today. Oh, and then if you listen to your body tell you that, then you're like, okay, now I know that something like that could potentially make me sore, could potentially hurt. Now I can rest. And then, I mean, it's, it's even deeper than that because if you're out or if you are, say, if I'm grocery shopping, and then my body, my legs start to tingle. My feet start to tingle. That's my body talking. My body is talking to me and it's telling me something is going to happen. It's telling me it's not the happiest about something that's going on or something is making it uncomfortable. Something needs to change. And so from then I can say, okay, I need to hurry up and finish shopping because my legs are not happy. But if I keep pushing it, then and then I go into an episode, well, then I didn't listen to my body. So... Being able to respond to what the body has to say allows you to stay ahead of those kind of adverse reactions. And so I think that is another key that helps me to remain with the functionality that I do have because I listen to my body. I listen to my body. I take a lot of breaks and I rest and I have the resources and tools and things necessary to be able to to be able to meet the needs of what my body is asking for. So say, for instance, like my body tells me when things are coming. My body tells me when a drop attack is coming so I can ready myself. I remember the last one that I had, I was actually sitting in a chair. Luckily, I was already sitting. But then all of a sudden, I just felt like from starting from my head down to my chest, I felt like it just like <laughs> wipe away. It was almost like it was like vanishing. And so like I was like losing the feelings from my head down. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. And so I had tea in my hand at the time. As soon as I put my tea uh, on the counter or on the desk beside me, I literally just slumped over. And I was like, I'm so happy that I was like tuned in enough that my body could tell me that that was coming because I would have dropped hot tea all over my body if I had dropped. And so I know that there are a lot of people who drop out of nowhere. There are a lot of people who fall and hurt themselves because of symptoms. And so I think the reason in which I haven't come to injury with a lot of my symptoms because I fall. I definitely fall frequently. And I do have moments where I just have my tremors come and ticks and things like that, but I haven't hurt myself. And I think it's because I try to stay one step ahead if I can. If I can, I try to stay one step, at least one step ahead and just listen and tune in. I'm seeing all day long, I have to listen to my body. My body tells me when I'm about to have hand tremors. So I try to put down whatever is in my hands. There's times where like I do a lot of writing and so I'm trying to write things out and then if I'm, my hand is about to start twitching, I just go ahead and put the, the pen down or lift it up off the page because there have been times where I just scribble all over something I'm writing and I'm like, nah, this is so frustrating. But tuning in, instead of going towards frustration, instead of going towards like defeat and being like, oh, this is taking over me, that, those are the moments that I really try to tune in and be like, okay, body, what are you saying? What are you saying? And if at that point, my body, my hands are saying like, I've had enough. 
I need a break, then I'll stop writing. And I'll just be like, all right, cool. Like, I'll just take a quick break, 10, 15 minutes, and then I can go back to it, and then it's better. But I think if I continue to try to override those symptoms all the time, then that's when things get bad because it's pushing your body too far. So I, that's a part of learning how far I can push my body when my body is telling me certain things. And then if I listen, what happens? If I don't listen, then what happens? So my body tells me if I've been standing or sitting for too long. And so then I change positions. And if I can, then I stretch. And then I'm able to like go back to sitting or go back to standing if I go ahead and do some stretching and things like that. But if I had just stood and been like, oh, no, my body's hurting. I hate it. I can't stand for long. I can't sit for long. This is awful. When, when, when. That's not listening to your body. That's just feeling what you feel and then like complaining about it or being stuck in that hurt, stuck in that pain. Instead of being stuck in the pain of what you're feeling, I listen to my body and say, okay, I feel like you're telling me that being being in this position hasn't been the most comfortable for you, isn't the most comfortable thing that I could do right now. So let me go ahead and stretch, stretch it out so that everything's not cramped up and then get in a different position. And that's just simply listening so that we don't cause more harm, cause more discomfort to our own bodies. And all in all, I know I can speak that I know that all of that helps to slow down the attacks and the amount of flares that I have, because I'm not fighting them, but I'm recognizing them and preparing for them so I can then like absorb the symptoms, absorb what's feeling and then release it. I don't try to fight it. I try to absorb it a little bit being like, OK, I know that I'm going to have these hand tremors. So I'm not going to be like, OK, clench my hands and be like, don't don't tremble, don't tremble. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take whatever I have in my hands. I'm going to sit it down and then I am going to leave my hands just open. And I'm going to allow whatever that feeling is, whatever the energy is in my hand to be absorbed into my hand and then to be released. So I'm going to absorb it and allow it to come into those fingers and then release out of there as well. And I think really kind of like it's a, it's a way to lean in, lean, lean on into those symptoms instead of fighting them, because then it's like you can't be my enemy if I'm leaned right in, if I'm always right there next to you, you can't be the enemy. And so I think that the more that you listen to your body, the more audible the needs and requests will be and the more connected you can be to it. And so, no, it's not like, hey, uh, your feet, your feet hurt because you're standing on them. Um, it doesn't sound like that. But when you feel something in your body, when I'm like, mm, all of a sudden, my stomach is, is a little bit tight. It, my stomach is feeling tight and a bit queasy. What's going on? What is my body trying to tell me? My body may be trying to tell me that I need to go to the bathroom. Okay, that's a simple one. My body also may be trying to tell me it doesn't like the situation that I'm in currently. And if that's a thing, then I can remove myself from that situation and then save myself some symptoms later on. But I mean, it's really all a part of the mind-body connection. I really so strongly and positively believe that FND and overcoming and managing symptoms is all about the mind-body connection because you then will begin to notice yourself asking your body questions, certain questions such as like, why is my head starting to hurt as soon as this person walks into a room? Why is my head starting to hurt when I'm thinking about going to this doctor's appointment? Why is my head hurting in general? 
Oh, have I eaten today? So these are questions that you can ask your body and you can really get to the root, the center of a lot of the things and where the pain is really stemming from. You'll find yourself encouraging your body. If there's if you're in something and it's talking to you and it's saying, hey, I need to stand up. I need to stand up. We need to get up. Then you can say, okay, I know we can do this. We can do this. We just have five more minutes to get through this conversation. We have five more minutes to sit through this presentation and then we can get up. So encouraging your body, letting it know that, hey, you're there, then it won't scream so loud and be so bossy if it's like, all right, you're right there with it. You're right there with it. And then right there with that comes with the fact that you'll probably start to comfort your own body and be like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, I hear you. It's okay, I'm resting. It's okay, I'm off my feet now. Rub on your, your skin, your body, your, your joints, my feet. I rub on my feet and massage my feet, my knees. I rub on my knees and massage my knees. My body, I really try to connect to it because it's only me and my body. It's just me, me inside this skin, nobody else. So if I want help from the outside, I have to start to help myself from the inside first. And so that just comes that you just have to protect your own body, protect your own body, provide it with the things that it needs, provide it with the things that it is really crying out for and that it's desperate for. And then that will just lead to an overall better relationship with your body. You're building a relationship with it versus just being like a spirit or soul within the physical being. You want to be you want to like be cohabitating if you are in the house of this physical being and you are controlling it, wouldn't you want to be on the same accord with it? And so that is like my ultimate goal. That is what I strive for. That Those are like my intentions. That's part of my intentions every day when I wake up is to be one with my body, to be connected, my mind, body, and soul to be connected as one and to be on the same page. And that is, is changing things for me. It's overall changing my whole life, let alone my symptoms that I deal with as far as FND. I was thinking the other day, like I haven't lost my legs, I would say in a few months because I've been just like in, I've been tapped in. You gotta tap into yourself. There's so much going on outside and so much that we don't even get a choice of if we want to like take it in or not, it's just going to stimulate us whether we want to or not. Even if you don't want to turn on the TV, even if you want to have a completely quiet household, the neighbors and things driving by playing music and people outside talking on the phone and different things like that, like you are going to be susceptible, you are going to be exposed to stimuli, whether you want to or not. And so there's so much on the outside, we can't turn the outside off, unfortunately, which I would love to turn the outside off sometimes, we can't turn the outside off. But the best we can do is we can't turn the inside off either, by the way. Um, but the best thing that we can do is tap in. If we can tap into what's going on inside of here, this is what we can control. This is what we can have at least the most amount of control over. And I will say that I do know that listening to my body is much easier because I do stay home and I don't have to go to a job. I don't have to do a lot of things that demand me to not take breaks. I don't have to do a lot of things that... I don't have a lot of say so over what I am doing. So it is a little bit easier to listen to my body. It is a little bit easier to rest when I need to rest. It is a little bit easier to sit down when I need to sit down. It is a little bit easier for me to space out the tasks that I do. But 
I also noticed that, which I feel, I feel for people who are at school, I feel for people who do have to go to a job and they can't, or even working a remote job. I feel for that because I feel for people who work outside the home and I feel for people who are going to school and also warriors, FND warriors, because the listening to my bodies, the listening to my body is almost always subpar when it's done outside the house. Because if my body is saying, hey, we need to get up, we can't sit in this car anymore, but we're on our way somewhere. Well, I can't listen to my body. It can tell me what it needs, but I can't really listen to it and respond to it. And if I'm at an event, my body says, hey, like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to lay down and I'm ready to I'm overstimulated. Well, I don't want to miss out on things. And so that I'll do a whole separate episode on FND and missing out. But then you can, you don't just leave. Do you just leave when your body says just leave? So it's like, mm, you can listen to it. You can hear it. But you can't always um, exactly respond in the way that your body would want to respond. However, knowing what it is saying and knowing what it needs will actually still help you put yourself in the best chances for success. Even if you're pushing a little bit far, you're not going to stay for another hour, three hours at an event if your body has told you, hey, it's time to go. You'll start wrapping up at that point like, okay, well, let me do about 30, 45 more minutes and then we really have to be out. And that is, I mean, that's the best we can do. That's the best thing you can do when you're out. Listen to your body, to what it has to say. Learn how to listen to your body. Learn what it's saying and learn that it's okay to listen to it. Like, it's okay not to always be in control. Hey, no, I don't want to have to listen. This body won't control me. It's not about the body controlling. It's about being symbiotic in a sense. So, so really learning how to live together, learning how to work together. And so when you're out, you don't always have the tools and resources. I don't. I don't always have the tools and resources needed if I'm not in the house. And so that just makes it difficult as well. Because if my body's saying, hey, my knees are hurting, your knees are hurting, um, I should put the heating pad on it and I'm out and I don't have a heating pad, well, then I can't really do it. If I need my TENS machine, I can't do it. So, I mean, all of that comes back to just like F&D and all the tools that you need to travel with or all the tools that you need. But generally, even if you know what your body needs and you can't give it right away, if you give it within a reasonable amount of time, like once you return home from an event, if it was just a short event, then you can still apply those same interventions, apply those same type of therapies that your body has been asking for. And that will still help. That will still help avoid certain things. But if you just like silence your body, if you just are not listening at all and not thinking that it knows what it needs not thinking that it can tell you what it needs then that is that's when suffering really really comes into play I know that because I have ignored it I've ignored it before and it doesn't go well I've ignored it and been like oh whatever I'm just gonna keep pushing and then I'm like okay I feel dumb okay I wasn't supposed to jump on the trampoline okay after five minutes my body said I should have stopped running but I wanted to keep running for another 10 minutes and now I'm on the floor trampling so listen to your body like don't push it too too far to the point that you're like oh I heard it tell me to stop and I didn't stop and 
Uh, a disclaimer, I will say that when I have tried listening and when I have responded and I'm trying to give it what it wants and when I feel myself getting more frustrated than I do relieved, then that's when I will either lay down to rest <laughs> and reset or I'll actually like go to sleep or take a nap. Or if it's even beyond that, like if it's just pain centered, that's when I will take medicine because listening to your body doesn't take away the pain. I am not saying that at all, that listening to your body takes away the pain. All I'm saying is that it makes things a little bit more manageable and it makes it so that like everybody knows what's going on. You, your physical body are all knowing what's going on, acknowledging the fact like, hey, yes, I am having whole body spasms right now and then being able to not fight that but breathe into that and be like this is what's happening I feel you body I feel you fighting back let's relax let's relax and not tense up and then usually my tremors and uh, my spasms subside so it's just about tapping in and tuning in because it will get you further and I think a lot of people are trying to push, 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 push to go back to the old them. I've kind of just let that go. I, I remember w things I used to be able to do. And I think about things I used to do, but I kind of just let it go of as far as going back there because I really don't want to go back to who I was. I'm a much better person internally now than I was before I even started symptoms. So... I listened to my body and I had to listen to my body when I had COVID a few weeks ago and I wasn't able to, to do the episode. And then I had to listen to my body last week. I couldn't do the episodes or didn't do the episodes because my body just firmly said no. It was like, I just need to rest. We're going to take this week off. Like I can't do it. I could have done it. And I bet you it would have been like a really bad episode because I wasn't listening to my body. Right. So sometimes when you don't listen to your body, the results of whatever you're trying to do aren't going to be great because you should have just listened to your body and waited until you were ready to exert the amount of effort that would be quality, the amount of quality effort that you expect out of yourself. And so I, I think the last thing I want to say is that you have to learn that when you are hearing no, you got to know that is it because you're lazy or is it no because it wouldn't be good for your body? So sometimes we tell ourselves like, no, I don't want to do that. And it's just because like your body doesn't feel like doing it. I don't want to put those dishes away. I don't want to fold the laundry. So is it because it's being lazy or is it because like, no, because you don't need to bend over like that for that long. No, because you don't need to stand on your feet for that long to do the dishes. So are you hearing no for emotional reasons or no for physical reasons? That is like a big part of learning to listen to your body. And slowly but surely, you'll really start to come into connection and know exactly what certain messages mean, certain clues mean and things like that. And so when I think it's physical reasons, I respond accordingly. And I will just either ask Mr. Mahogany or just choose to do the task or whatever I'm trying to do later. And my body thanks me. And when it is emotional reasons, I still proceed like, OK, I'll say thank you, body, for telling me that it's because I'm lazy, because I'm sad, because I feel unmotivated right now. We can do it. And then when I proceed, I feel stronger and I feel like a warrior because I didn't let my emotions win. It's overall like me and my body. Us two together over my emotions. I mean, they all tie in. However, the emotions won't win. If anything, I'll let my body win before my emotions because I just know how important it is to listen to my body. It's the only body that we get. So we have to listen to it 
so that we can save ourselves from suffering and from really just falling apart later on. I am still young, so I plan to listen to my body and give it what it needs so that I can see myself into old age. And I hope to see all of you there too. That's all the tea that I have on F&D and listening to your body. I've truly enjoyed this episode. It feels like something that maybe I could dive into and expand a little bit more because it is kind of like it's kind of like the the main skill. It is kind of the most important skill that I have developed that has helped me manage my symptoms outside of the other things outside like yoga, chiropractic care, acupuncture that have helped me. It is the most important internal skill that I have developed since managing my symptoms. So I will see about doing that. I would say next week too strap in tight because next week's episode is down to get a little spicy i've been waiting to do this episode but i think i'm ready now so tune in next week and until then be intentional be faithful and be humble bye bye